0: Is that right? Did I do that. It's with Tammy. And then I and Leanne. Okay. Hold on. Okay. 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 Life in a nutshell. With Tammy. And Leanne.
1: And we're off. Hi. Hi. It's Leanne. And Tammy. <laughs> and we have had quite the afternoon.
0: Yes. This is only our fourth attempt at the podcast. Yes. So.
1: <laughs> yes. We're going to blame my dog mainly, but then also just. Like A series of unfortunate events. <laughs> a series of... <laughs> I was just going to be like, what just happened? I, I yeah. have never longed for... Solitude. A closed door. More. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But the amount of internal dialogue that was going on with me, like, blaming my... Like, all the things. I'm like, wow, this is why I have mental problems. This is it right here. <laughs> Like the dog is chewing on a bone, so I'm catastrophizing my own life. (laughs) It is all my fault. Shame, shame, the shame. Okay, well, today we're talking about limiting beliefs.
0: Yes, very interesting topic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm somewhat 3% excited to get into it. (laughs)
0: this is the best time to talk about things is when you are feeling them.
1: Wow. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about limiting beliefs in terms of mental health and work. Yes. And sort of a lot of beliefs I have had buried deep, buried deep in my subconscious, yet at the same time. Right at the front, all the time, a lens making decisions through.
0: Right, but you don't realize sometimes that that's yes. what lens has been affecting your decision making process, right?
1: Isn't that interesting it how is, yeah. limiting beliefs create a lens yeah. that you look through?
0: And then, and you don't even realize it until all of a sudden either it comes into your psyche or you have an opportunity to sort of look at what is influencing your decision-making
1: yeah like it's it's interesting because I've known I've had this belief always but I've never questioned it uh uh-huh. I've never said oh is that true mm. so so one of my main limiting beliefs is that I can't be successful I can't be successful in business or have a business or deserve a business if I'm sick, if I'm mentally ill. So if I'm, so a big part of it was when I was 34 and I started on FXR, I was all of a sudden able to, I had a capacity to do so much more. I felt like I was no longer drowning with, you know, my, just my nose above the water running my photography business. But I was, I actually felt like I was, Above the water, outside of the water, on the sand, thriving a little, right And that and I remember thinking, is this how people feel? Mm. Do people is this people's normal? Right? Maybe not. Maybe it's nobody's normal. I don't I don't know because you're not living in other people's heads, but I felt suffocated and drowning. And then all of a sudden, after a few months of taking medication for my um, generalized anxiety panic and agoraphobia, I felt like, normal. I didn't feel like everything was such a challenge, like just
0: like day to day, routine, hour base. to hour,
1: yeah. minute to minute, waking up in the morning, I no longer felt like impending doom yeah. every morning when I woke up. So that with that gone, there was just so much more capacity in my brain. And, and I felt like I could start to live out some of these ideas because I didn't trust myself to have big dreams or to have big ideas. Sorry, I'm just laughing because I can still hear the dog right. <laughs> chewing on the bone, which was the reason we couldn't do this because it was so loud in here with the dogs chewing on their bones. Anyways, it's in another room, I'm sure it's fine.
0: I'm like thinking that too. It's <laughs> like, oh, I really hope so that that's not loud. If you too loud. hear
1: that, it's just dogs chewing on bones. And yeah, just one weird. actually now, and it'll be fine. And
0: he's normally really quiet, but I yeah. gave him his bone, which I you obviously should have. I know
1: it's all fine. <laughs> but that was honestly, Leanne, that's still a huge factor with me. And it limits me in business. Because I think, well, what if? But then what if, but what if, but what if? What if I get sick? What if I start having panic attacks daily again? What if I get sick again? I can't build this business to a certain point because if I do and I get sick, then what? So it's limiting and it's not just limiting in the sense of what I believe. I think sometimes we think a limiting belief is very um, emotional or, just a thought. Yeah. But it limits because it's limiting growth in something I care about. So maybe people limit themselves in relationships. Oh, because for sure. They're afraid that, well, what if I get depressed again or I get sick again? Then that relationship is going to fall apart. Well,
0: I can tell you for me, I, when you say that, it makes me think of I definitely um, have always had a, li- a limiting belief around relationships because I felt that. You know, what if I get so depressed and that person that I'm in a relationship with sees me and can't deal with it. So I can't fully commit to a relationship because I can't allow anyone to, to like if they see me like that in a depression so deep and they leave me how like i just the thought of that that's right? enough right and like, so it's so i'm always been very guarded i guess mm-hmm. in my relationships because i'm like i've always been like oh no you don't you think you know me you don't really you, you i would always be like you have no idea what you're getting into or you don't want to see the real me or you you know you think you can handle it you can't handle it like those yeah, type guess, of yeah. thoughts and and ideas yeah, and so because true. it's so it is so scary when you do love someone with mental health issues or a mental health illness I guess because depression is very scary and when you're experiencing it you can't imagine how anyone could love you and yeah and continue to love you throughout that so yeah I can and in relationships very limiting
1: it's interesting too, because I resonate with a lot of that, even though I've always considered myself to have the anxiety and that the anxiety can cause the depression. So I know when I first went for tests back in, like in my twenties, mm-hmm. they would, they said, okay, so we have to figure out if this is depression or
0: anxiety. Yeah. And usually so, they go hand in hand. Yeah. You either have more anxiety and you're a little less on the yes. depression scale, but you, it can, it can slide and both definitely ways. Go back and yeah. And yeah. I, mean, I do know that.
1: I know that mine was anxiety that would, could cause depression, yeah, like but you're... not depression causing anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like for the first time in my life right now, like, and I would say right now, and I don't even, I haven't even shared this with you, but let's just share it publicly. <laughs> That's always this the, is the best this, way to do it. This is Tammy. <laughs> she likes to share everything. TMI Tammy. TMI um, Tammy. <laughs> if it can help someone, it's worth sharing, right? Um... I feel like I'm in a bit of a, de- a mild depression right now. Mm. It's anxiety caused, totally. Mm. But as soon as I start to believe some of those things, and I'm... Today, I had to say to my husband, I'm not okay. It's it's my mental health. I'm not feeling okay. And, right, and I said, that's why I'm acting this way. Because yeah. I will get angry. Yeah. So I'll, my things that I do is I get mad or I get... Um, commanding or I get like bossy
0: or Well, that's kind of you can things. have um I think and this is a misconception with depression um so I'm sorry to hear that that's how you're feeling mm-hmm. that you're feeling on that oh you know depressive
1: sure side. it's it's like I could cry at anything yeah and I will be
0: yeah, yeah and, I, I and I go through those periods yeah. a lot too that was me right Good before things, Christmas anything yeah like yeah. right
1: now, I'm so weepy.
0: Yeah. Um, but there's something that people, I think, don't understand <laughs> is you can have agitated depression. So depression often, when people think, looks a certain way, which is, you know, not that, getting not, a bit, not getting out of bed. that's you're, not me at all. You're, you're sad all the Mm-mm. time. You're either eating all the time or not eating anything, etc. Mm. But there's agitated depression, mm. which is more what you're talking about. Because I where don't you like get, to feel sad where you so get, get mad angry, I'm sad. <laughs> where you get, you know, oh more, mm-hmm. um, you might not be sleeping versus mm-hmm. sleeping all the time. So it's interesting totally. that, that, and people sometimes don't recognize those as signs of depression. That happens to me sometimes is that I, I've had, I tend to get more at like the agitated depression where I don't sleep. I don't eat. I, yeah. you know, like I've had because I've suffered from depression quite a bit I've had both
1: and I've had loss of appetite this week and that's never something I have
0: yeah so I mean those are very but
1: you know what my husband said oh thank you honey I'll take note of that I'm gonna I'm gonna be more gentle
0: that's like what okay (laughs) so you got mad no I was just
1: like wow no I went in my room and cried yeah. And, and I knew I needed that release, so I didn't shame myself for crying. I, I was agree. like, you just need this release, so just cry. It's what your body's telling you to do, so do that. And then I moved on, and we went to soccer, and it was fine. But it's it's like not, if I didn't allow myself that time, mm-hmm. that would have created... That's just so interesting because, sorry, I'm just like, my mind is thinking about that agitated depression, and that is something that when I have a glass of wine, I get angry. And, and because wine is a depressant, or yeah. all alcohol is, so now I'm going... Oh well, maybe that's why. Yeah, that is so fascinating. That's, oh, I am so excited to do some digging on this.
0: Yeah, that's well. That's because, like I said, it's. I'm glad we're talking about it today yeah. because a lot of people don't know that about depression. They have. They know the classic symptoms of depression, yeah, which
1: is why I never thought. Yeah, I had any symptoms of it. Yeah,
0: but agitated depression mm. is a little harder to interesting to um, pick up on, and you might get over um, busy like, because you're agitated, right? So instead of like that, I can't get out of bed feeling, which is classic symptoms of depression. It's almost like overstimulated. It's it's your, like I said, you can't sleep. Yeah. You're overly, Mm -hmm. for me, I mean, it's hard because I get hypomanic. So sometimes it's like, which of the two, what's (laughs) happening? Because I'm bipolar. So it's a little different. (laughs) I can usually tell like which, which is which now, because I've been living with it for years, but. People who don't obviously who are not bipolar like myself, um, when you get these feelings like that, these mm-hmm. like and you said like you said you add alcohol to that, which oh, most people are like I, I want to okay. have a glass of wine or a, Just calm a, down. a, a, a drink because it relaxes me, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, but it is also a depressant mm-hmm. and it depresses your nervous system. Yeah, and you may feel good initially, but yeah. all it does is like for I know for me, all it does is Um, contributes to that depressive feeling in like the day after or hours after or or whatever everybody right
1: for me it's very very fast very soon yeah and Mm -hmm.
0: like you said or makes you feel angry or all of a sudden you're you know
1: (laughs) and I think that's why I've I've just been abstaining and that's because such a good thing to do at this time. It's such a good thing. And it's also because I'm, I'm now able to relate that. That is such a negative emotion for me. I don't yeah. like how I feel. So, so that every time I think, oh, because it used to be like, oh, a glass of wine socially with friends. That's fun. Now I'm like, that's not fun. That's not going to make me feel good. So I might still initially think, oh, that would be fun. But then right away, I remember how I feel and I go, mm, probably not a yeah. great idea because I'm super fun. When I'm fun, I don't need any stimulant. I don't right, need anything. Right. I have a lot of... Yeah. I can be very extra, not right now, but like <laughs> a lot of times.
0: But you know what? Um, it's okay. You can't be extra all the time. And you know what? And, and I and think, yeah. The weather yeah. is a contributing factor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have been through whatever, how many days of like minus 30 plus, you like know? Painful it's
1: painful body, physically painful to get in your car cold. Right.
0: Like, and, it, and that is difficult for people yes. who mm-hmm. are, who have mental um, illnesses because... Mm-hmm we uh, that is difficult for us if we can't get outside and we can't yeah I can't, we can't like get stimulated outside, get by the sun, sunlight yeah. you know mm-hmm. things like that it is these are tougher like I just was reading on the Canadian Mental Health Association website that they had some tips to get through these um, oh, difficult funny. times because it is difficult for people with mental health issues um when the weather is like this. So it is a yeah. thing. It's not like, oh, we're just making this up. Okay, so whatever.
1: that that what you're just saying there about okay, we're just making this up, that is that is what holds me back from telling my husband when it's a mental or anyone close to me. And and so I, I had such a huge realization this morning that by not sharing with him that it's it's actually my mental health affecting me right in this moment. And that's why I'm not able to deal with whatever's going on yeah. maybe in the whole You don't have the, ca- don't have the same capacity. don't have the same capacity. But I would ha- not share that, and then I would get mad instead because that was safer for me. Yeah. So sharing that because of the shame of, and the stigma surrounding mental health, like, are we just making it up? Because, you know, I've said this before. I have friends who say it's made up.
0: For sure. So, i up so, and I have run into that too. You're doing this for attention or whatever. Maybe, I mean, like, oh, I've heard all kinds of things. I mean,
1: I mean like, I don't, I never want a day off. I absolutely love working. I never want to feel mentally ill and not be able to work. It's not a re- nobody wants to feel this way. I think that's number 1. Nobody wants to feel mentally ill. It no. feels awful. Yeah. So like I mean no. So using I mean. it like it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense, I guess to me that anyone would do that unless they don't understand what it is. But you know, my husband's been with me for since I was fourteen. He knows that I have mental health mental illness. It's like I don't even know how to say it right. I don't even know how to say it. my mental health is suffering, It's ill. Um, so, why it was so hard for me to share with him that when I'm I have a podcast, we have a nonprofit, we have a, we have both these things to end the stigma, and yet in my home, I. I'm carrying a stigma. Not my family. It's it's in your head. Yeah, I'm bringing it into the.
0: It's it's. it's I do it too. I mean, we, I think we <laughs> it's all. My it's, my, it's, it's It's my head. Yeah, I, I mean, it. and when we say it's in our head, we're not. We're not <laughs> kidding. It is in our head. I think. Like,
1: but so there's that whole part that we're trying to end the stigma. Okay, so just hear me out for a second because we don't rehearse this ahead of time. <laughs> no, FYI. <I'm> sorry. <laughs>
0: Can't you tell? <laughs> like
1: I just feel like there's this whole thing about like is it the people suffering that are creating the stigma by not sharing, or is it is it yes and
0: I think it's a yes and I think I think a lot has to do with conditioning. We've been conditioned over the years mm-hmm. not to because of responses, mm-hmm. because oh. of I mean, and it's like, it's something as subtle and slight as when we were younger, when you would, I was thinking about that when I was, you know, I'm writing this book and I just, I was thinking about that from a young age, you're told, you know, when you hear, heard those weird voices in your head Mm -hmm. or you're like things that weren't quite right. Don't tell anybody. It was, and it wasn't even some, it wasn't even... Like somebody saying that, it was that subtle look.
1: Yeah, it's so it's subtle. It's that
0: subtle look between your parents when you're talking. Yeah. Or that turning away. It, it, Like it. you learn from such a young age that whatever you're saying is the adults or the older people or whomever you're saying it to, it is not okay. And so you're conditioned from a very young age that... whatever's going on in your head is is probably not something you should talk about
1: yes you are totally right so I
0: feel like it's a yes and because so and even when you do find acceptance Mm -hmm. you still don't necessarily I think the parental
1: you don't yeah but the parental acceptance is so key like because my, my parents, my dad totally understood and he would talk about it with me and he would, he was like, oh yeah, that, that used to happen to me. So his response was always very validating and, and that allowed me to get through a lot of situations that were, you know, very scary or, um, I felt like I was crazy. And I think the biggest fear is being crazy. Yeah, is of Is a course. fear in itself. Like that you are actually. Just like you're, you're actually mean, crazy. And
0: that you're mind is going to be gone and that you're you have not going to get back. Control. Yeah.
1: Yes. That is, like, that is definitely it. Yeah. Yes. But him saying, Oh yeah, that used to happen to me. I used to do this. Try that. Even it, though it didn't help, what, what he, what he told me to do didn't help, but it, the validation and the understanding helped so much that I felt like I could tell him anytime these things were happening and I wasn't alone because he'd experienced it too. And having a, I think a parental figure that was so close to me, able to relate is very, very validating. I think the, pe- the, how the people react to us that are the closest to us does the most good or like damage damage. And it's not about blame.
0: No, no. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I don't, I don't think, I think everybody does the best they can yes. at the time <laughs> with the information but they have yes. for the, I mean, they, we are, you know, I'm in my Late forties early forties, and I mean, the, our parents and the, our families yeah. only had the information they had. Mm-hmm. I I had great support from my family. Um, I there's I don't think that anything could have been done. Yeah, I don't think anything could have been done any different or better. Yeah. I just think that as the time, as we move forward in time, I would like to hope that we can do different mm-hmm. and that my, like I said, for me, it's always about, I want my children and my children's children and the generations after that. There is the, the, the stigma is gone. There is no distinction between mental health and physical health. It is yeah. just health.
1: I know because when I, when I did say uh, my health is suffering, you know, not to just maybe a work scenario or something. I always feel like I have to
0: that clarify, clarify
1: right? whether it's, health, which everyone takes as physical, I'm, yes, I'm yes. not well, I'm not feeling well, but to say, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling well mentally. I feel like I have to make the differentiation yeah. because, well, I'm not feeling well, but if they see me, they'll be like, oh, she's not sick, Yeah. but uh, I am. Yeah. Oh, right, I, I get it. it. Yeah. So then how do you sort of clarify that to like, with my kids in school, I think, well, if my son is not well, um, so he's throwing up, well, that's really easy, but what if he's not well mentally? Does he still deserve a day off of to course. care for that? Yes, but that's still a that's still not. Oh, of course, I agree. <laughs>
0: that is still
1: a thing. That's not an obvious, of course, and it's lovely to hear you because you're a teacher say yeah. that, right? But I don't think that that's. A, um, I don't. I would definitely say that that would not be a welcome reason.
0: I agree. In I the, think there, I think we have a lot of work to do, in, especially with our kids. Yes, and I think in I think the younger generation is much more accepting in general. They are, and I think that they have. Uh, they are, and they are more committed to their own uh, self care, which I think is is great. is great. Yeah. So I think there's some positives, you know, in the generations coming up, but I still think there's a lot of work to do.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, I think we should end it here. Yeah because we have a continuation on this topic coming up next. You betcha. So we will talk soon. Yep. Chat soon. Hey, all you nuts out there. Don't lock yourself up in that shell. Crack it open.